I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. In order for a gratitude practice to quote-unquote work or to have any impact, it has to be embodied. Gratitude is not just something that we say, right? Like when our kids just say, thank you, like that is, that is being polite. That is, that is acknowledging, right? Someone else doing something for you. That's, that's expressing gratitude, but it's not embodying gratitude. And if we want gratitude to have an impact in the way in which our brain functions, in the hormones that are released in our brain, these feel-good hormones that we talk about, right? That dopamine and that serotonin. If we want to start rewiring our brain as a result of the gratitude that we experience, we have to actually allow ourselves to really feel what it is we're thankful for. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here. Welcome to episode 200. 
hundred. I can't even believe it. If you had told me a year and a half ago that we would be hitting episode 200, I don't know if I would have believed you, um, but it just goes to the power of, I don't know, just showing up consistently and doing things scared, <laughs> which has been a big part of this journey and process and all the learning that has come with it. Um, but I don't think it's a coincidence that episode 200 hits the week of Thanksgiving, that episode 200 hits on the day that we're talking about gratitude because, man, I am just so grateful. I'm so grateful for my team and everyone um, that that works together to put this content before you guys each week. I'm so grateful for all of you um, that you continue to show up and believe in the message and believe in the mission um, and really lean in. I love hearing from you guys. I'm so grateful for you thinking and, and for you listening and giving me all of your feedback. Um, for those of you that I get the privilege to coach one-on-one, I just love you guys so much. Um, and I thank you for allowing me to have a platform where I can share um, my passion, which is just really resourcing women around anxiety, overwhelm, and burnout in ways that are sustainable and in ways that are body-based. Um, and I'm just so grateful for this whole thing. So I love that we're talking about gratitude today because y'all, I am I am in my feelings. I am feeling it. Um, it is Thanksgiving week. I'm recording this a week prior. So I, as I sit here in real time, Thanksgiving is next week. Um, but for our church, we are having a big family Thanksgiving on Thursday, we have been collecting um, dry goods and like all the non-perishables for a Thanksgiving meal um, for the less fortunate. And we have purchased 100 turkeys that we will be serving to our community here in Miami on Saturday. Um, so I'm just, there's just so much gratitude going around. And then early next week, Jeff and I and the girls are jumping on a plane and we're going to be meeting my side of the family in Gatlinburg in Tennessee. Um, and my family lives all over the country and my sister lives in Puerto Rico. So we don't get to gather all together all that frequently. Um, so for myself and my, you know, all five of us kids and then my parents and all the grandkids to be together in one house um, for a week is really, really special. So I'm just like, you know, my cup is spilling over. I'm just so grateful. And I thought that it would just be perfect and the flow would just be there to talk about gratitude this week. Um, just a focus on thankfulness, right? And seeing and, and appreciating everything that we have. And, you know, you guys know we talk about the nervous system here. So I thought it might be interesting to really take a look like from a neuroscience perspective, how gratitude impacts our nervous system, how gratitude impacts and affects our brain. Like really what's the science behind gratitude? Um, because there are times in our life, there've been times in my life where things just weren't going <laughs> exactly, you know, so smoothly, exactly how I can think um, or exactly how I would have wanted them to. And I think what was missing for me um was that I always thought that that gratitude could be just something that I would add to like my list and I would just kind of like check it off and get it in. And I knew that I was grateful for a lot of things. I knew how blessed I was, but um, I didn't really allow myself the space or the time to really sit in that. Right. And I didn't really understand with my 
type A, you know, left brain self, um, the value in really embodying gratitude. But I'll tell you what, every great leader, um, the women that I've worked with that lead their homes and lead their workspaces at a really high level, and every leader that I've learned from um, has just operated with such a level of humility and such a level of knowing that they're here um, for a reason and they are simply a conduit of you know, everything that, that has been bestowed on them, that they're not, none of us are the sole creator of anything, right? We're not the sole creator of our own success. We're not the sole creator of the things that we've had and we've been given to steward. And there's just this overwhelming sense of being um, guided and there's a lot to be grateful for. There's We can be grateful for all of the good things that we have and we can also be grateful for some of the challenges and some of the bumps in the road. It's all something worth expressing gratitude for, right? And um, and we should. <laughs> Every single day, we can start our day in gratitude. And when we do that, we open ourselves up to being guided no matter what's ahead. Um, but big in a bigger picture or on a more physiological level, we're also releasing those feel-good hormones when we embody gratitude. Uh, we release dopamine and serotonin in our brain. You guys know that leads to happiness and creativity and focus and ultimately regulation. But here's the catch about gratitude. And this is what I kind of want to talk on. And then I want to go through some of the benefits in our in our body and in our nervous system and in our brain um, about having a gratitude practice. But here's the thing. In order for a gratitude practice to quote unquote work or to have any impact, it has to be embodied. Gratitude is not just something that we say, right? Like when our kids just say, thank you. Like that is, that is being polite. That is, that is acknowledging, right? Someone else doing something for you. That's, that's expressing gratitude, but it's not embodying gratitude. And if we want gratitude to have an impact in the way in which our brain functions, in the hormones that are released in our brain, these feel good hormones that we talk about, right? That dopamine and that serotonin. If we want to start rewiring our brain, as a result of the gratitude that we experience, we have to actually allow ourselves to really feel what it is we're thankful for. Not just like go through the motions, not just have a gratitude journal where we like quickly write down these big, you know, overarching things. Like I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my job. And then we go like do the dishes, right? A, a, a gratitude practice that you will see payoff, a gratitude practice that will change your life requires a little bit more intention. So yes, have a gratitude journal. Yes, write down the things you're grateful for. Yes, speak it out loud. Yes, whatever your practice is. But when you do that, I would encourage you to find your gratitude if you're if you're doing like a daily gratitude journal um, in the seemingly mundane or in the seemingly insignificant because those are the things that repeat over and over and when we acknowledge how big of a deal they actually are, how special they actually are, how grateful we are to actually be able to participate in them or experience them daily, like I'm grateful I got to take my kids to school in a in a car that has gas in it and is safe. I'm grateful that they have, you know, teachers that love on them. I'm grateful they have a safe school. I'm great like whatever little I'm grateful I got to make them lunch. I'm grateful I got to wash their underwear and socks. <laughs> like all of these things, right? But more so than just acknowledging that they exist. That's beautiful awareness and it's and it's the start. I think it's powerful. 
but even more so to actually feel it. So what does that look like? That looks like sitting there and imagining my kids' faces and letting myself feel the warm and fuzzies, right? That that literal warmth that I feel rise up in my heart space and in my chest. If it brings tears to my eyes because I love these little human beings so much, that's beautiful, right? Picture it, bring it up. Imagine how I feel. Imagine how they move, the things that they say, the way they smile, right? Put yourself living in this experience of what it is that you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be this big, long practice, guys. I'm talking like, you know, I don't know, 20 seconds on each thing that you're grateful for, one minute if you write three things a day, but actually allowing yourself to embody it and actually feel it instead of just writing it down or just saying thank you or just saying I'm grateful for you, like feel it, feel it, feel it. Holy moly, that's going to change your life. So what I thought we could do today is let's go through, I just jotted down a bunch of different ways in which gratitude affects our nervous system. Um, So if you don't have a gratitude practice yet, what a beautiful opportunity to start, right? We don't have to wait until January 1st to like start news resolutions. This rarely stick anyway, right? Like start this week. Just grab a journal, grab your phone, put open your notes app, send yourself a voice note. Like just start now. And and maybe if you want to start with three, like lean into three things every single day. Do it while you have your morning cup of coffee. Do it before you even open your eyes and get out of bed in the morning, right? Just lay there. And really feel and embody and experience three things that you're grateful for. And then take the covers off, right? And put your feet on the ground and start your day. And I promise it's going to change your perspective. It's going to change your mood. It's going to change how you see things. It's going to change how you think. And it's going to change how you speak. Because it has an impact on the wiring of your brain and your nervous system. So let's go through some of that. Hear me out for a second. Are you the strong, silent type? Do you ever feel tired and and maybe you struggle to take action? Or I bet you have all of these great thoughts and these ideas and opinions, but maybe you have a hard time expressing yourself. Are you really down to earth? You hold everything all together. Maybe people have even told you that they admire how strong you are. But on the inside, life and, and motherhood actually feel pretty hard. You might have thought that All of these things are just parts of your personality, but they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially in motherhood. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became habits, and then they became patterns. And now that we're adults, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram, but rather they describe our safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't actually describe who we are, but what is blocking who we actually are. The good news is that once you take the quiz, learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Okay, the first one is that when you have a gratitude practice, 
it stimulates the release of different neurotransmitters. This is what we talked about when we talk about the release of dopamine and serotonin. Gratitude practices stimulate the release of these hormones. And these are those feel-good hormones, right? Pleasure, well-being, love, happiness, creativity, focus, things we all want more of. So it's a great reason to develop and really lean into a gratitude practice. And it rewires your brain. Regular gratitude practices, they contribute to the rewiring of your brain. They promote new neural pathways that are not like your old pathways or not like pathways you're trying to move away from that might be critical or negative or complaining or whatever. If you focus on gratitude, right, where focus goes, our energy flows, you will, by default, contribute to the rewiring of your brain because you'll be promoting new neural pathways that are associated with things that are connected to gratitude, positive thinking, right? Nervous system regulation, safety, emotional regulation, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All of these things can be rooted in gratitude. Gratitude and having a gratitude practice also reduces cortisol levels. Cortisol is what? It's a stress hormone. So gratitude, expressing gratitude has been linked to lower cortisol levels. So if you know anyone who is, you know, struggling with high cortisol levels or feels like they're always stressed out, or if I'm talking to you, this is a great reason to lean into a gratitude practice because gratitude has been shown to reduce stress hormone cortisol, which then contributes, as you can imagine, to what? A calmer nervous system. Because gratitude will activate that parasympathetic part of your nervous system. That's the part of our body that, you know, feels regulated. It's that rest and digest response. It's when we feel and promotes relaxation and recovery. Our body can heal, right? We can actually get into a space of rest. Gratitude practices, gratitude exercises are also associated with increased activity in a part of our brain called our prefrontal cortex. And this is the part of our brain that we can access when we are regulated. Y'all have been there. I have been there. When we are dysregulated, we don't have access to this part of our brain because our body is prioritizing fight or flight. Our body is prioritizing survival. So when we are in a stress response, our body, right, in order for us to survive, prioritizes a different part of our brain that's more based on um, instinct and survival and not so much on these higher parts of our being that happen when we have access to our prefrontal cortex. So we have to be regulated before we can access our prefrontal cortex. Gratitude brings regulation. So gratitude brings access to our prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex, I talk about it a lot because that part of our brain houses so many executive functions and different um, things that we're able to access and do and say and think and see when we are really being like the best people we can be. And I say that because this is where like our higher language lives. So if we want to be able to communicate with our partners and with our children and with you know our employees or our coworkers or our community, anybody at a high level, right, with really great like language, that helps to build connection and build relationships. That comes from our prefrontal 
cortex, our prefrontal cortex helps us make really good decisions. It helps us weigh the options. It helps us see things from different perspectives. It's why we can like help our kids brainstorm a disagreement that they had because we can see like, hey, what if we saw something from this perspective? Or what if we looked at it how your sister's looking at it, right? We can see things differently. It's where we can access empathy, right? And really be there with people and and see what's going on. And then ultimately, our prefrontal cortex gives us us the ability to regulate our emotions, right? So it's where that that idea of like self-control comes from, right? We always say it that all of our emotions are welcome. And yes, that is absolutely true. There is no bad or wrong emotion that doesn't exist, right? Emotions just are, they are what they are. However, what we do in response or in reaction or because of our emotions, not not all of that is okay, right? There is accountability there for how we act because of how we are feeling, because of the emotions that are coming up. So having regulation around that, having self-control around that, making sure that our practices and our habits with our emotions are healthy all comes from access of the prefrontal cortex. Another thing with gratitude, it will enhance that emotional regulation Um, and help us manage our stressors more effectively. Not only manage our stressors more effectively, but respond to our stressors more effectively. And I don't got to tell you guys, we face stressors all day. Like we are constantly being, as moms, like there's a huge demand on our time, on our energy, on our focus, on our bandwidth, um, on our physical body, like all of the things. So we want to be able to have access to the parts of our brain that allow us to not always be living in reaction mode, but really getting to a beautiful place where we can respond, right? Where we can respond intentionally and having a gratitude practice will grow your ability to respond. All right. And then the last thing I want to talk about, um, the last benefit that I want to share with you guys about having a gratitude practice and how it has an impact on your nervous system is that expressing gratitude, embodied gratitude, feeling it genuinely and then authentically expressing it, right? Telling someone how grateful you are for them, thanking someone for doing something for you, right? Just talking to God and being thankful for all of the things that you've been blessed with, expressing that gratitude, like actually vocalizing it has been associated with a release of oxytocin. Oxytocin is the hormone that is released when we're in connection with other human beings, right? It's like a bonding hormone. It's a hormone that's released moms to their children. And it promotes this feeling of trust. It promotes feelings of um, connection. When we have a release of oxytocin, there's like a special bonding that happens between, between two people. And I just think that's so beautiful. Like, have you ever had that experience where you've told someone that you're grateful for them? Or maybe even like a stranger, like a server at a restaurant that you've just kind of like pulled aside and been like, wow, you really like served us so excellently tonight. I see you and I'm so grateful for you. Or maybe you're, you know, mail carrier or just like someone that you've like seen, someone who maybe doesn't often get seen. You see them and you thank them, right? Thanking your spouse for all that they do. Thanking your children, telling them how grateful you are for them. It's such a powerful way. The science shows that it's such a powerful way to increase that bond between us as humans, to increase that feeling of love and trust and connection because of that release of the oxytocin. I mean, how cool is that, you guys? So there you have it. There's so many benefits 
to having a gratitude practice as it relates to regulating and rewiring our nervous system. I would encourage all of you, if you have a gratitude practice, so awesome, celebrating you, stick with it, lean into it, continue it. Um, It's not a practice that will ever grow old. And for those of you who have been thinking about starting one, um, or if this episode has done anything to encourage you why you should start a gratitude practice, man, you're never late. You are never late. So you can start today. You can start this morning. You can start tonight. You can start um, right now, right, right, right where you're at. Don't overcomplicate it. Three things right now that you're grateful for, but make sure that you sit there and embody them, feel them, visualize them. Let the warm and fuzzies come up in your chest and watch how it changes the state of your nervous system. And then from that will flow the thoughts that you think and the words that you speak and the actions that you take. All right. I am wishing you all the best Thanksgiving week for those of you that are celebrating Thanksgiving this week. I am so grateful for each of you. Thank you for making these 200 episodes just so special, um, really beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Uh, I am just, I am just beaming with gratitude today. So I love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, Your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.